Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Give me the Star Wars. Don't let them in. Ah, Star Wars. If they should Star Wars, please let these Star Wars stay. Sparrow, I'm 11 years old, and my favorite Star Wars movie is Revenge of the Sith. Hi, I'm Stitch, I'm 9 years old, and my favorite Star Wars movie is The Last Jedi. And I'm Tony, their Disney dad, and my favorite Star Wars movie is Empire Strikes Back. Welcome to Disney Discussions. Hello! Aloha! And may the Force be with you. Welcome to episode 43 of Disney Discussions. Disney Discussions is a family-friendly podcast where me, Tony the Disney Dad, and my two boys, Barrow, Stitch, discuss all things Disney. This week we discuss the past and present of Star Wars and Disney. Ooh. Welcome. Why is that ooh? Past. We're going ooh. to... <laughs> ghost. Force Back ghost. There's going to be force the ghosts. Present. Back, Back to the present? To the Back present. to the future. Back to the future. No, Back. that's a different podcast. We're not going to do that <laughs> oh. movie. Okay. All right, so this episode, we're going to talk all about the Star Wars movies. Not, yeah. Not really all about them. We're going to go into no. the years they released, how yep. much they made, and then what they mean to us. We're going to have some special other Disney podcast guest stars talk about what Star Wars means to them, their favorite movies, their favorite characters. And then in part two, we're going to talk all Those. about Star Wars in the Disney parks and mainly talk about Star Tours and some of the yep. other experiences we have. And then part three, we're going to talk all about Galaxy's Edge. Wait, wait, there's a part three. three. There will be a part three. Three part. It's a three-peat of a three Star Wars series. content. Yep. You guys ready to talk Star Wars? Let's yeah. talk Star Wars. <laughs> all right, let's talk movies. Sparrow, you have all the information on the movies. Let's okay. hear it. So the f- I'm going to list them in the order the they came out and how much money they made worldwide. Perfect. So the first one was A New Hope. It came out in 1977, and it made $786,598,077. Right. Mm, wow, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And then The Empire Strikes Back, which came out in 1980, made $543,161,334. And Return of the Jedi, 1983, um, made $572,705,075. That's right. So that's the original trilogy. Yeah. Episode 4, 5, and 6. Now, when Star Wars first came out, it was not originally labeled Episode 4. It was just Star Wars. Back then, they didn't have home video or anything. So they released it again in the movie theater a year later. And that's when they added because they knew it made enough money. They're going to make another movie. They added the episode four Star Wars A New Hope why, title to it. Why did they uh, do episode four for episode one? Because George Lucas, who created these, knew that this was kind of the middle of his story. He, he kind of had a rough outline oh. of the story, and he took the most interesting one, he thought, and made that his first movie in order to make the others. Now, one thing about the box office you have, uh, Sparrow, is that these count all the re-releases of the movie as well because in the 90s they re-released the original trilogy with new special effects and scenes added back into the theater so those totals um, reflect that now we're not going to go into a lot of details in the star wars movies there's lots of good podcasts out there that you can listen and dig deep into the star wars movies there's um 
Star Wars Minute, which goes through all the Star Wars movies minute by minute. The Hyperion Adventures podcast. There's the Jedi Temple Archives podcast is doing stuff. So listen to those podcasts. We'll have links to our show notes. Some of those people are actually on uh, our podcast uh, this episode. If you want to get more details into the Star Wars movies, check out those podcasts. We're just going to do an overview. Yeah. So let's hear from a few podcast friends about their favorite Star Wars movies. We have Jody Mayberry, Cassie. Capture the Magic podcast, Monday Morning Monorail podcast, and the Connecting with Walt podcast. Hello, this is Jody Mayberry, the host of Creating Disney Magic with Lee Cockrell, Come Rain or Shine with Dan Cockrell, and If Disney Ran Your Life with Jeff Knoll. So although I have never worked at Disney, I'm getting to know Disney World deeply from the inside out, from the three wonderful Disney cast members, former cast members that I now get to work with. And so that gets me so excited about the things Disney's doing, especially Star Wars. Favorite Star Wars movie is the first one. I love the first Star Wars movie because it just sets the scene and just shows you that you can come from what you believe are humble background, humble beginnings, and end up in a pretty incredible story. So the first three, the original, are all great, but I do love that first one. It's Cassie from the Dislikes and Tidbits podcast. Tony has asked me to answer some questions on Star Wars. So my favorite Star Wars film, I would be remiss if I didn't say Emperor Strikes Back. This movie is the ultimate Star Wars movie that contains all the most notable moments that we all remember Star Wars for. Uh, Cutting open the Tauntaun to stay warm infamous I love you I know scene before Han Solo gets frozen in carbonite. We also have the Luke Vader fight scenes that are awesome. Uh, Luke losing his hand. Uh, Luke finding out Darth Vader is his father. Oops, spoilers, sorry. We're also introduced to great characters like Lando, Yoda, and Boba Fett. It just has everything you want from a space sci-fi thriller that is Star Wars, yet the main characters are always aren't always winning. They all well, not all, barely make it out alive through the fights and the deception, and you don't know if they're ever gonna make it back. It keeps you on the edge of your seat after all these years. That's why it's my favorite. Hello everybody, this is Jared and Jamie Lee from the Captain Magic Network, uh, Captain Magic Podcast, Get Diz Dudes. We've got a bunch of other shows on there. So uh but Tony and the boys asked us to share our thoughts on some Star Wars questions, so that's what we're going to do here. So, uh, Jamie, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. Which one is your favorite Star Wars movie? Return of the Jedi. That's mine, too. But why is it yours? Well, it's when... I have a feeling you have a funny reason for yours. I do have a funny um, reason. You know, it's when Luke fully realizes his powers and he's confident and he he's not acting out of emotion anymore. It's very much of just... He's fully embraced the Jedi, uh, everything, the Jedi teachings and all that stuff. And so he's very much in control. Yeah, that's kind of why it's like the full culmination of all those movies. Uh, And then, yeah, that's kind of, for me, what's your reason? (laughs) The Ewoks? (laughs) (laughs) There's a theory out there about the age of somebody if they like Ewoks or not. I know, but I didn't watch this movie until I was a teenager. Yeah. So 
yeah, I like the Ewoks. I mean, the They're Ewoks. I don't know. Like a lot of the movies, when I first watched the first three movies, I wasn't paying super close attention. So when it got How to, how dare you? I know when it got to the whole Ewok stuff and they're on the the, the planet and. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. The Ewoks are a little polarizing. There's a lot of people that hate that they were put in there. I know. You know what, though? That's This is my opinion. Like some of the guys I know that go to festivals hate that George Lucas put them in there. But Well, you know what? This is this is what I think. I, I know. So I'm just, it's very interesting. Hey, Tony, Stitch, and Sparrow. It's Justin from the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. Thank you so much for asking me to be part of your show once again. It is an honor and a thrill, especially when we're talking about one of my favorite subjects in the galaxy, which is Star Wars and Disney and the two together. Could it be better? I don't think it could. My favorite movie of the entire saga is Empire Strikes Back at this point. It hasn't always been that way, but it definitely is now. I love that film so much. I think it's very nearly a perfect film, and it's probably the best sequel that's ever been created for any franchise in the world. And I'll debate anybody who says otherwise. Hello to all our friends at the Disney Discussion Podcast from Michael. And Craig here. Yeah, at the Diz Unplugged Connecting with Walt Podcast. So Tony Sparrow and Stitch have hailed us from a galaxy far, far away to talk about Star Wars. Uh, now, now, out of all the Star Wars films, do you have a favorite or one that you can watch over and over? Oh, yeah. I Empire Strikes Back is mm-hmm. it for me. So it's just it, it is undoubtedly the the best of the entire series. It's it's the most well made um, and you know i'm not i'm not trying to take a knock at like the prequels or anything with that or and i i enjoy all of the movies generally there's there's not a single one of them that i wouldn't watch but i i will watch empire strikes back regularly or if anytime i see it on tv i will i will flip to it and then keep it on and i it's even beyond the movie i actually i listen to that specific soundtrack like Mm-hmm. probably about once a week if not more than that so if i'm having trouble sleeping i'll usually put it on and it will it will relax me enough to go to sleep so uh, empire strikes back for sure is number one and i'm not going to go in from there i don't want to get to get too controversial on my favorites so <laughs> oh yeah well i can tell that, that jar jar binks hat you're wearing what your next one must be yeah but uh, but I think for me, you know, it has to be the first one that's now the fourth one, A New Hope, because that introduced us to this universe. And as I said earlier, this was so groundbreaking. You know, you d- you had these ships that zipped in and out, and we met Luke Skywalker and just this whole story and the, the, the mystery surrounding Darth Vader and and Princess Leia. What was she a princess of? And uh, Blue Milk. I mean, it was just also amazing. Yeah. And and we went to these universes that 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 weren't all squeaky clean and shiny. They were dirty and gritty. And these were places I I didn't want to go to because I know I I would not fare well in them. And you saw the dark underbelly of the galaxy and i mean it was just it seems so real you know in so many ways um you know so i and then that just you know that just introduced us to this whole universe that has gone on for decades yeah. so um 
And so who me, knew that it, it would still be going? Well, that was interesting. Then we have the prequel trilogy. Yes, which is Phantom Menace 1999, which made $1,027,044,677. Wow. Are these worldwide? Yes, this is worldwide. worldwide. Okay. Not just the and city. Then, and then Attack of the Clones, which was in 2002, made six hundred and fifty-six um million six hundred ninety-five thousand and six hundred fifteen dollars. Yep. Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last of the prequel trilogy. And then Revenge of the Sith, two thousand five. It made eight hundred and ninety-eight million nine hundred and ninety-eight thousand. $877. That's cool. a lot of money. That is a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Now, a lot of people don't like the, the prequel trilogy as much as the original. I am one of them. I, I think I don't like Phantom Menace. Attack of the Clones is okay. And I like I like Revenge of the Sith. Revenge I think that's of the Sith one. destroys all the other yeah. Star Wars movies. That was all about the prequels. Let's hear from a few more podcast friends about their favorite Star Wars movies. This time we have Dingus Bringus, Go Mouse Scouts, and Love of the Mouse Podcast. Yeah. This is Dingo Bringo from the YouTube channel Dingo Bringo. And when I saw the Disney discussions was having a Star Wars episode and that they were accepting clips for people to talk about Star Wars, I just had to do it being a huge Star Wars fan. My favorite Star Wars movie is Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. Hey, everybody. This is the Shepherd family from the Go Mouse Scouts podcast. My name is Chris. I'm Megan. And I'm Kit. And I just wanted to thank the Disney Discussions podcast for giving us the inner, the uh, the opportunity for being able to do this spot on their show, talking a little bit about Star Wars, uh, favorite Star Wars movie right now. So I I'm gonna have to go with two of them because when uh, when the Force Awakens came out, it kind of uh, not not trying to avoid a pun here, but it reawakened the love for Star Wars in me after it had been gone for so long. Um, but lately I've been finding myself going back and wanting to watch rogue one a lot more. So I would have to say right now, my favorite is rogue one. I'm going to have to go with the force awakens because I just love Ray. <laughs> because Cassian said you had to, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Kit, what's your favorite? Um, the third movie of it. The third movie. The third movie, which was so, the third movie. Uh, so there, there's the New Hope. Now, are, are you talking about uh, episode one, two, and three, or like of the original three? The um, are you talking about the one on Mustafar? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So the one with um, Grievous and yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. Good times. Darth Vader being made. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. All the pieces locking into place. Hello, Tony, Stitch, and Sparrow. This is Matt Merlino from the Love of the Mouse podcast, and I am so glad to be able to help you guys out with another episode. Uh, I love your show, as I've said multiple times. Keep up the great work. It's it's such an awesome concept that you guys keep doing these things to incorporate different shows and podcasts and just networking through the Disney community. So I'm more than happy to help out and talk a little bit about Star Wars this time around. My favorite movie is definitely Episode Five. Episode 5, I think, is one of the greatest sequels of any movie franchise in cinematic history. It has pretty much everything that you want in a sequel. The characters are fantastic. You get to really dive into Darth Vader's character at that point, which is so, so cool and so different from a lot of villain stories. 
and just how it ties together and the ending with the battle between him and Luke, it's just fantastic how that all plays out. And the lightsaber battles of the early movies are just so cool because for the time, it was just unbelievable how they were able to do that. So I'm, I'm still a true believer. I know CGI and visual effects have come a huge long way since the original trilogy came out. But episode five takes the cake for my favorite Star Wars movie. Well, that was interesting. Every time. You guys are going to do it every time, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's like Fox News guy. It's when he's needed. No, no, don't even mention him. Up. Don't mention him. we got a brand new sponsor for yeah. this episode of the podcast. We're all yeah. excited about it. It's Jabba's Pizza the Hut. They're on uh, the planet that is farthest from the center of the galaxy. Right next to Moe's Isley. Check out Jabba's Pizza the Hut. You get your pizza in 30 parsecs or less, or it's free. So check out Jabba's Pizza the Hut. It's disgusting, but it's food. Yeah. All right, now back to the episode. So then Disney bought Lucasfilm, which was the company that George Lucas had in 2012. Yes. I'll go over that. Discussions relating to the possibility of Walt Disney Company signing a distribution deal with Lucasfilm began in May 2011. After Bob Iger met George Lucas during the inauguration of the new Star Tours, Lucas told Iger he was considering retirement and planned to sell the company, as well as the Star Wars franchise. Then on October 30th, 2012, Disney announced a deal to acquire Lucasfilm for $4.5 billion, with approximately half in cash and half in stocks. So Lucasfilm had previously collaborated with the company uh, Walt Disney Imagineering, Division, to create theme park attractions, which we'll get into, and also Indiana Jones. Kathleen Kennedy, the co-chairman of Lucasfilm, became the president of Lucasfilm, reporting to Alan Horn, the chairman of Disney Studios. Additionally, she serves as the brand manager for Star Wars, working directly with Disney Global Lines of Business to build, further integrate, and maximize the value of the global franchise. Kennedy serves as producer on the new Star Wars feature films. George Lucas was originally was originally announced as being a creative consultant, but um, I don't think that actually ever came to pass. What does consultant mean? Uh, he just gives his opinion and, and helps them out. The company also announced when they bought it that they were going to release another trilogy of movies, episodes 7, 8, and 9. nine. So let's talk about those. Cool. So uh, I also have Rogue One and Solo in here. Yep, that's part of it. Okay. So The Force Awakens came out in 2015. And made two billion, two billion, fifty-three million, three hundred eleven thousand two hundred twenty dollars. So that's the most money Star Wars movie has ever made. Okay. And then there is Rogue One, twenty sixteen, with one billion, forty-nine million, one hundred and two thousand eight hundred fifty-six dollars. The Last Jedi, twenty seventeen, one billion three hundred sixteen million seven hundred. And $21,147. And then Solo, 2018, $393,151,347. Never tell them the odds. <laughs> That's right. So part of this deal is they came out with uh, standalone movies. Yes. They announced in between. There were supposed to be three of those. Mm-hmm. The last one was never officially announced. A lot of people thought it'd be a Boba Fett movie, but it Boba. never happened. But um, not Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so they made force awakens which you said was the largest gross the yes. biggest grossing star wars movie last solo. jedi and we just saw the uh what solo was the least solo was the least yep and we just saw the trailer came out a few weeks ago for yes. episode nine so that's really exciting so that trilogy is going to wrap up wrap up 
Disney has announced that they're going to take a little break from Star Wars movies. So there's a, and they just released the new release schedule. So there's going to be a three year gap. They're going to stop Star Wars movies for three years. So after uh, Rise of Skywalker, which is episode nine's title, um, there's going to be a three year gap. And then they're going to come out with, I, we think they haven't officially said they just gave dates of new Star Wars movies, a new trilogy. So they gave dates for three movies. So starting in three years. So the right trilogy. Like the Skywalker trilogy maybe, no, could be about maybe, Red. Maybe. Like we, we're not sure. It's but like there's mostly about Red because that one was mostly about Luke or something. The Skywalkers. Well, Ray, the, the last one was mostly about Rey. Yeah. But Ryan Johnson, who directed The Last Jedi, is working on a trilogy. So people think it's that one. So that'll start after three years. So in 2022. 2022. A new trilogy starts. And then every other year, uh, those movies will come out. Yep. So, you know, they, people kind of phrase this as the Disney era of movies. With the Fox acquisition, Disney now owns all the rights to Star Wars movies. Even when they... So when George Lucas was originally making Star Wars, he didn't have a ton of money. So he went to 20th Century Fox. That's me! Oh, Fox guy. oh no, get the Fox here. guy is here. I got through the window again. <laughs> oh, we told you, get out. I thought we were done with you once Disney bought you. Don't work for Disney now. <laughs> well, Fox we got... had the distribution rights to Star Wars. And then when they bought Fox, they finally got the full rights to Star Wars and they could do whatever they want. So now all the Star Wars movies are going to be on Disney+. Plus. Yep. We really need to make those Windows Fox guys. <laughs> okay, Get bye-bye. out of here. Get out of here. Don't come back, Fox guy. Until we mention you again. <laughs> <laughs> Before Disney bought them, they were doing the Clone Wars series. When Disney Which bought them... Good. Which was very good. When Disney bought them, they kind of stopped making that. They started making Star Wars Rebels, which we love. Which was better. Which was really good. And they have Star Wars Resistance. Which is terrible. It's not terrible. We haven't watched it. In the beginning, it was a little slow. I've heard it's gotten a lot better, oh, yeah. so maybe we should go back. Yeah. But also, um, when Disney bought Star Wars, all the past books and stuff mm-hmm. were deemed legends. So they're not really part of the canon anymore. So all okay. the stuff coming out after Disney bought them is now part is considered part canon. Yeah. So all that stuff is, they're good, still good books and comic books to read, but they're not considered part of the actual story. It's almost like a, a different universe, those things happen. So these new ones are part of the SWU? SWU, yeah. Star, Star Wars, Wars universe. universe. That's right. So we mentioned it in the beginning of the podcast, but what's your favorite Star Wars movie and why? My favorite Star Wars movie is Revenge of the Sith because it heavily involves Anakin and Anakin's my favorite character. Yeah. And I also really like Obi-Wan too. Yeah. And it's a cool fight at the end too, right? Yeah. And I also like Captain Rex. So Stitch, what's your favorite? Uh, my favorite is The Last Jedi because it's the only one that has a lot of red. <laughs> Okay. It's my favorite color. That's, that's, no. That's a valid reason. Actually, no. No? No. What? It's my favorite because it has a lot of Ray, and I like Ray. Yeah. Ray's a Two good character. Two valid reasons. Yeah. No, Red blue, and Ray. Blue is now my favorite oh. color. Oh, well, that happened quickly. No, actually, my, it's been that for a while. Okay. Like, my favorite is Empire Strikes Back. What? And I feel like it was the first movie I ever saw where the good guys didn't win, and they left it on a cliffhanger, and you didn't know what was going to happen. And it's also a really well done movie. Like it's it is uh, widely considered one of the best, the best Star Wars movie. A lot of people like the first one, uh, Episode Four, as well. But I really like Empire, just the darkness of it, the focus on the Empire. I like how they kind of split up the team, and they had uh, the training. Of course, it was the debut of Yoda, which I love. Mm. Um, Master Yoda is here to talk <laughs> to you. Yep. Uh, uh, 
Stop it now. Someday when you are older. So now let's hear from the Disney DNA podcast, the Hyperion Adventures podcast, and the Kingdom to Kingdom podcast about their favorite Star Wars movies. Hey, Disney discussion listeners. This is Trent. And Sophia. And Jenny. And Brooklyn. And we are the Disney DNA Podcast. Tony reached out to us to share our thoughts about Star Wars. Sophia. Mine is the Star Wars The Force Awakens because first you get like all introduced to all these new people like Flynn, Ray, Kylo Ren, aka Princess Kylo Ren. (laughs) (laughs) And also, in my opinion... It also kind of pays the way to, like, the end of the chapter of the um, Skywalker storyline. Okay. Jenny? Uh, 1983, Return of the Jedi, Episode 6. It is actually the first one I remember watching as a little kid. So I have that memory associated with it. And it introduced me to the Star Wars universe, where then I went and watched 4 and 5. You've got Jabba the Hutt, who I love that storyline in some of the side books it gets more into Han and Jabba plus you get the Ewoks who are just adorable fierce little fighters oh yeah and for me it kind of wrapped up the story just fine I feel like they could have stopped at six and not done seven eight nine Mm. I'm just saying I can't believe you're saying that Wow. wow I know Brooklyn I will have to say Force Awakens too because it was just a great movie and we got a lot of foreshadowing or like suspense all right for me my favorite star wars movie would be episode four a new hope and that's because that is the movie that started it all for me as a kid and seeing luke coming out of the little hut and his uncle owen and drinking the blue milk and (laughs) jenny's going you know yeah but just that movie to me just really sparked that interest in the rest of what we know of today and the future of the Star Wars franchise. Right. And I just, I remembered seeing that movie and going to the store, getting those toys and recreating my own story with those and just really having a fun time. Well, hey, Tony, the Disney dad, Sparrow, Stitch, thank you so much for allowing us to be part of the Disney Discussions yeah, Podcast. Yeah, Yeah, we're so excited to be here with you. We love your show, and we're honored you invited us to talk about one of our favorite things in the world, Star right? Wars. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so cool. So what is your favorite Star Wars movie, Michelle? Well, surprisingly, it's not one of the originals. Mm-hmm. Um, it is Rogue One. She loves Rogue oh, One. I love, love it, too, it. but not as much as she does. She yes. loves it. I love loved watching it from the get-go. When we first saw it, I really left the theater thinking, wow, that was a great, great story and loved the characters. But seeing it over and over, I've really learned to appreciate it more. They're gritty. They're all doing difficult things to follow their beliefs. And I liken it to a movie about World War II. It has Mm -hmm. a lot of those kind of elements of it. And so you really see the human side of struggle when things like a war are going on. And I thought they really nailed it with this movie 
quite a bit. Yeah, no, it's really good, and I really it's it's one of my top movies, mm-hmm. Star Wars movies for sure. I love Rogue One uh, very much. Um, my favorite. It depends on what day you talk to me, it, because <laughs> what I would probably say for you is that uh, most of the time it's Episode Five, The Empire Strikes Back, mm. just because. It's such an interesting film in that there's so much emotion to it. It twists, it turns, it goes in different directions. It doesn't end how you would expect a Star right. Wars film to end. The good guys don't necessarily prevail in that one. As spoiler fact, alert. They're in a bad spot. Yeah, spoiler <laughs> alert for a 40-year-old movie almost. So, um, yes, uh, but uh, that's why I really like about that. But also Episode 4, New Hope, sometimes, you know, it just brings back the kid in me that right. went to see this film and saw this amazing universe that I never experienced before. And, uh, you know, and just going back and remembering how that film made me feel as a child, you know, because uh, the way the audience reacted, the way I reacted, because it was just like nothing, nothing we'd ever seen before. Right. So, it was so it's, unique. It's, it's really tough between those two. That's I'd probably true. give Empire Strikes Back a little bit of an edge, but it's really close. And again, you ask me tomorrow, it, it might be a new hope. Right, so. right. Hi, I'm Jacob. And I'm David. And we are from the Kingdom to Kingdom podcast. And we love Star Wars. We do love Star Wars. Speaking of that, what okay. is your favorite movie? This is uh-uh. a big question. Nope. No, can't you're not going to do it? I can't do you it? You can't do it? I, um, I, I think it would take a lot for my favorite film to not be Empire Strikes Back anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, That's my favorite film for a long time. I love the Hoth battle. I love um, Cloud City. I love the introduction of Lando Calrissian. Um, the 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 way the uh, lightsaber battle is shot um, uh, in Cloud City between Luke and Darth Vader is so iconic. Uh, you get Yoda coming up yeah. in that movie. Um, you know, you get the like the. Uh, I was just talking to Aaron. We went to go see Shazam. Uh, mm. yesterday and that movie's got some really scary parts in it um yeah. and i was saying how important that is in kids movies because some of my favorite movies from my childhood were movies that scared me um that gave me that reaction and i think the ending of that movie on such a downer note where han solo mm. is in carbonite and um you know luke gets defeated by darth vader and and this horrible revelation happens it was like emotionally impactful um, yeah. as a kid and that stuck with me and i you know i don't know if because i'm not that age anymore if anything can have that effect on me ever again mm. um just just because of the time in which i saw it and i recognize that that's obviously some some form of bias but you know yeah. it's how i saw the movie so i don't know if anything can take that away i don't know it's hard for me to pick a favorite movie as well um but i don't know maybe it's because they're fresh in my mind mm-hmm. and uh they the age that i grew up in but the newest trilogy as well as like rogue one is just fantastic i um, I, I, think- I think i think rogue one actually might be one of my favorites but yep. it might be because a new hope is my favorite oh um, fair because it does you know they they, they it, transition so well into each they other played so i remember whenever i saw rogue one which takes place just before a new hope right minutes uh, minutes exactly i saw that in the theaters and i immediately went home and watched a new hope and mm. it it felt right like, like the it, continuation it of the story so well. you were watching right it was um, perfect um and so that's i don't know rogue one kind of I, I have a special place for that one as well but i think i have to say a new hope 
Right. I think that the the ones that are always in like fighting, jockeying for those upper echelon mm-hmm. spots for me um, are Empire Strikes Back, A New Hope, The Last Jedi, uh, and Rogue One. Those yeah. four movies are kind of always in that top spot. Well, that was interesting. <laughs> it's goofy. Gosh, Mick. <laughs> so as you heard, a lot of people regard Empire as their favorite Star Wars movie. No. Really? They do. A lot of people do. What? No. You don't, but other no. people do. Uh, New Hope is in there. There is some prequel love from some of the, the younger people. Uh, a lot of Rogue One, too. I was surprised at how many people love Rogue One. That is Rogue my One. least favorite Star Wars movie. Is it? I like it. The more I watch it, I, I, I like it. Oof. It's on Netflix. Mm, now, so I guess I I've that. only seen it once. Right. Oh, really? We should watch it again. We're going to do a rewatch of, um, I think, all the movies before mm-hmm. Episode Nine comes out. Yeah. Okay. So we'll let you know what our, our ranking list is. In a future episode. If you guys all don't know, my favorite's Revenge of the Sith. You said it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just agree with Thingus Fringus. All right, now let's talk about Star Wars characters. Yes. Do you guys have favorite characters? Right. She's my favorite because she's really cool and she's still learning like how to control the Force and lightsaber. It's cool. Like, I like it. Yeah, very cool. Kylo Ren. Yeah, he's your favorite character of yes. all time? Why is that? Because there's like no chance of him turning to the good side. Because if he does, it'll be a huge twist. That's why you like him? Because he's such a bad guy? Yes! Because <laughs> okay. with Darth Vader, you could like kind of tell he was going to turn good. But like Maybe. with Kylo Ren, he's like, he killed his own father. Right. Seriously, like if he turns to the good side, it's like, mind blown. I don't, I don't think he is. But should I be worried that your favorite character killed his own father? No. Okay. Because I cried for that. <laughs> okay talk about it well yeah because han solo was my favorite but now he's dead yeah when we saw force awakens uh sparrow was younger obviously because it was four four years ago yes yeah, so i was like and when han solo died on on screen he cried he for a long time because that was his favorite character at the time yep. okay, it's a sad well, it's a sad moment it and then very i hated upsetting. the movie after that right and i still hate it to this day <laughs> My favorite character, I think, I would, I would have to say Yoda. I like Yoda, mm. the wise teacher in, in Empire and Return of the Jedi. I still like him in the prequels, but not as much. I liked his return in Last yes. Jedi, which was really good. But I really like Yoda, just that, that wise teacher, the, the small character you wouldn't expect to be powerful in the Force, but he is. Lifting an X-Wing out of the swamp. Yeah, yeah he's one of my favorites. Um, I like Luke, too. Luke, Luke's whole journey, I really liked. A lot of people didn't like Last Jedi because of what they did with Luke, but I think yeah, I like it, it kind of made sense, and, yeah. and I liked it. And His journey's not over. We're going to see what happens in Episode Nine too. Mm, thank you for the compliments, Tony the Disney dad. <laughs> My favorite character? I already said it. <laughs> you did. Do you have another favorite character that you Yes. Have? What? Anakin. Anakin? Anakin. Um, I never saw... Uh, I never saw the part in one of the movies where he fell into lava and he came out because right. I was younger yeah. and my dad didn't let me see it. <laughs> and once we had a sleepover with the Goofy, oh, this is way before the podcast, with Goofy and Donald, and he didn't let me or Donald see it. No. no it was a little violent. That was the first Star Wars movie to be rated PG-13, <laughs> Revenge of the Sith, because of that scene. Also, Anakin kills younglings, which is terrible. But. I didn't see that part either. Yeah, I know. All right. Do you have another favorite character, Sparrow? Um, I also really like Anakin because he's like a really cool character. I like the way his story developed. Obviously, Han Solo because, I mean, he's Han Solo. Yeah. Han Solo's just cool, man. Yeah, he's just Han Solo. Never tell me odds. Do you think we'll see Anakin in Episode Nine? I think we will. We will. 
Cool. Definitely. Um, it's I. I also really like what like Sparrow said. I like what they did with Anakin. Like he was a good guy, really good. But then in Revenge of the Sith, they made a twist where they the Sith they, they like took over Anakin, and he started fighting. Execute. Well, that order. wasn't really a sixty. That wasn't really a twist. We knew Anakin. Well, I knew because I saw the other movies first that Anakin was going to become Darth Vader and be bad. But I guess you didn't know that, huh? No, because I watched episode four, and then I watched the prequels, and then the other two. No, that's not true. That's not? No. But yeah. you, you were you were pretty young, so maybe you just don't remember. Yeah. But I actually have on video okay. um, you watching Empire Strikes Back in the moment that Darth Vader reveals that he is Luke's father. No. I am your father. Dun, dun, dun. <sighs> yeah. All right, so let's hear from some of our podcast yes. guests what their favorite Star Wars characters are. Ta-ding. Sophia. And it is going to be Princess Leia because she's like an example of a leader. Okay. I'll, I'll go with that one, Sophia. All right, Jenny. Han Solo. Of course. Captain Obvious. Yes. <laughs> All right, Brooklyn, what about you? Mine would be also Princess Leia because she's like a fierce woman that isn't afraid to fight against the dark side. Okay. My answer is I'll give you a little clue for those who don't know, and it's Someone that in Empire Strikes Back, Han Solo is talking to someone and they're kind of in a situation where a little comedy is needed. And he uses the line, Laugh it up, fuzzball. Chewbacca, because Chewbacca is amazing. He doesn't say much, you know, and that's about it. But Han can understand him and so can C-3PO. But to see their chemistry on set, is awesome because it's so funny because some of these movies just need a little comedy and watching those two on screen just make you laugh but there's one part in episode seven that we all know about that really showed the connection between han and chewy and that's when air quotes ben turns on daddy and puts him down you know and seeing chewbacca get really upset that was really touching for me is just Seeing Chewbacca through the years, and I love when he's carrying C-3PO in, in the backpack when he's all in pieces, and he's got to put him back together again, and Chew to me, is hands down the best character, in my opinion. I can tell you, I cried at that scene. I know. I think we all did. Mm-mm. Except Stone Cold Steve Austin's over here. <laughs> right. Boba Fett. I know this is a very odd choice, and I always get questioned why, because he had such a hilarious ending. And he didn't really have a big part or anything, but Boba Fett, I was drawn to, first of all. He was a bounty hunter, a mysterious bounty hunter, which made him all the more cool to me. His armor was nothing like we ever seen in Star Wars besides Vader. He has the cooler armor, but I liked green at the time, (laughs) I guess you could say. Because he's a bounty hunter, he's like a lone wolf and only works for the bounty. Plus he caught Han Solo, the great Han Solo, so there's something about that. And something I always found interesting, he is based off of Clint Eastwood's character, the man with no name in the Dollars trilogy, if you guys know about those. Uh, Jeremy Bullock, who played Boba Fett, has stated he based Boba's mannerisms and voice off of that character. So, yeah, I I just thought that was really cool. Like, he's based out of of Clint Eastwood, you know? Um, He does have flaws, I acknowledge that, but you can't say he doesn't look cool when you see him in the parks, right? Anakin Skywalker. 
Not Darth Vader. Darth Vader is my favorite villain of all time, and I guess he can technically be tied for first place. But my favorite character is Anakin, the good side of Darth Vader. All right, that's really hard because mm-hmm. there are so many. It's like awesome, picking your favorite yeah, child. Yeah, there's so many awesome characters with different likable characteristics, and you know, especially even if you add on like the animated series and mm-hmm. things, there's just so many to choose from. So, if I really must limit it to one, I would say it's a tie between Obi Wan. No, no, if I'm limit it to one, it's a, it's two, it's a two. Yeah. <laughs> That's so Michelle. If you know her, that's so Michelle. Gosh, it's, yeah. I mean, if this was March Madness and it was a bracket, I could. I don't know what I would do. You'd give them both an award. I would give them both. Yeah, everybody wins. Everybody but yes, Obi Wan and K two S O, and it's very different and very different. Why I love these characters, you know. Obviously, Obi Wan is the great mentor. He's wise, caring, patient, but he's got that humorous side mm-hmm. to him. That you know, that quirkiness that you gotta love as well. Mm-hmm. And then there's K2SO. And, you know, when I first saw Rogue One, I, yeah, I liked him. I thought it was cute. And, he, and I, I really actually liked him a lot. But the more I watched, the more I appreciated what they did with that character, you know. And he, he yes, he does have sarcasm, which I very much appreciate his sarcasm. Um, but he also had a lot of heart. And if you go back and watch that, especially when he's having, when he decides to apologize to Cassian for hitting him. I mean, man, that just breaks me up that mm-hmm. you can really see he's a caring, wonderful addition to that movie. He's kind of like the Wally of Star Wars. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go as far as Wally, but yes, uh, I love K2SO as well. And actually my other pick, my pick is actually Obi-Wan Kenobi, just like he was wow. your pick. Uh, I, look, he was one of my favorites all along. And then when he, I got to see him in the prequels and then in like the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. uh, it really made me like him that much more. He's a, you saw how such a great warrior he was, but he was also very wise, very patient. Uh, and, you know, he, although he really believed in following the orders and following the Jedi Council, he, he wasn't afraid to break off and do something to buck the system right. a little bit. Not as much as Anakin, obviously, but yes. he was not afraid to do that when he thought it was the right thing to do. Um, I, I really, really love Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes, can't, so. couldn't agree more. It is hard not to love Chewbacca. When my son and I met Chewbacca, that was really meaningful. Star Wars is something that connected me as a a child to my son as a child, and we met Chewbacca together. As a father and son, that's a wonderful experience. For me, it's Boba Fett. I just think he's awesome because he's a bounty hunter. What about you? I think I'd have to go with Princess Leia. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. Because she's she's got spunk. Yeah, she does. Aren't She's you a little not, short you know, for a strong especially trooper? Especially for that time, that time period that those movies came out, you know, seeing a strong female was not the usual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you're seeing that a lot a lot more mm-hmm. in the uh, the more subsequent uh, Star Wars episodes. Kit, who is your favorite? Django Fett. Django Fett. Okay, Ooh, all right. Okay. Wow. How come? Because he has two guns and he can fly. <laughs> okay. He's got like the, you know, rocket pack and all that. Cool, <laughs> cool. I am all about the original trilogy. So, it's only fitting that Han Solo is my favorite. I think he's like the coolest character that you can get. R2D2 is a close second, but uh Han Solo is easily my favorite. He's just so suave, so cool, and just a total uh 
I'll censor myself because this is a family show. So you, I feel like you can kind of get where I'm going with it. But yeah, Han Solo definitely takes the cake for my favorite character. I honestly, I like Princess Leia. She's a strong female character in, in a world full of men <laughs> in these movies, especially the first three um no i she i like i like her i like she's she's very um she's very brave and and uh you know also a skywalker and you know she has the jedi stuff and you know i don't know she she she's very appealing and and i I like her i still do very good um i you know i lean more toward always good guys so i i I like luke um Yeah, yeah you know because his story arc is, you know, from the first Star Wars to, you know, the third one uh, of the original trilogy, his character just evolved so much. And I think that's something, especially back then, I don't think you saw a lot of that. So the fact that the character um, just matures through that. Now, I kind of consider Star Wars the first original trilogy is what I typically refer to. Um, but, yeah, I would say Luke. Darth Vader is very close, but I would say I would say Luke for me. Luke. Luke. I get made fun of this by a few people that I've said this to. Uh-huh. Uh, I was never, uh, you know, I think boys of my age were always Han Solo guys. Yeah. Um, they love the rogue. They love the scoundrel, the, the kind of bad boy. They want to be him. You yeah. Know? He's Harrison Ford. He's so cool. But I always, um, I identified with Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was kind of, I had low confidence and it's something I still, you know, have. And I think Luke has that throughout the trilogy, and he overcomes it. And even yeah. and even you see in the Last Jedi the continuation of that, where he has this moment of weakness um, yeah. with Ben, and it's just that flash, that one second of weakness that kind of destroys everything, and then he banishes himself. But then eventually he comes back around, you know, and is able to recover. And I always liked that trope where it's not the strongest or the best shot or the you know the 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 guy with the most swagger um you know who can be your hero it's this guy who can recover from failure um and i i I, luke is definitely my favorite character i think my favorite character and i think this has a lot to do with the newer films it's it's unkar from force awakens isn't it no it is not but great guess i think it's leia oh excellent Um, choice and i think I, I I might say that uh, part of that choice is also just Carrie Fisher. Oh, yeah. Um, just in life, I, I think that has uh, drawn me to that character more, mm-hmm. uh, especially recently. So, I, yeah, I think that's my favorite character. You As you we, rewatch you rewatch A New Hope, and she is such a force in that movie. Right, like she's so cool. Yeah. Uh, like she take charge and I think that's something we do not give that much credit to for her and for George Lucas to yeah, have your right. female character, the princess who needs saving, not really need saving. She is exactly. in charge. Exactly. And once again, a rogue one, we see a bit, a bit more of that at yeah. the end. Oh, she's um, so great. My favorite character is, is Yoda, without a what? doubt. Uh, oh, just, okay. Not prequel Yoda. Um, you know, I don't want my Yoda bouncing around doing aerial acrobatics while he's fighting with his lightsaber. I need I need Empire Strikes Back. You Yoda. need pre-CG Yoda. <laughs> exactly. Well, he wasn't yeah. CG in, in episode one. He was mm-hmm. normal in episode one, right, and then they right. went crazy in, in two and three. But uh-huh. I in Empire Strikes Back, the... 
the entire bizarreness to him, starting from being just this weird creature that is slightly annoying to then finally breaking when he's communicating with Obi-Wan to having that serious side and then watching him become the master that he used to be again. It was just, uh, it's, it's a perfect character. Yeah. I, I'm a droid person. I like all the little droids. I like R2-D2. I like BB-8. Yeah. I, I like all those. I don't know why. I just find them fascinating. They are. Excellent. Good picks. Oh, that was interesting. You don't have to say that every time. I like to say it. <laughs> okay, then you can say it every time. <laughs> <laughs> we have another new sponsor. Sparrow, why don't you talk about this one? Skywalker Shoes. They'll make you feel like you're walking on Sky. And be sure to use code ORDER66 to get a discount on your shoes. All right, back to the episode. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about what Star Wars means to us. So what is Star Wars as a movie or as toys or as a thing in pop culture? What does it mean to you, if anything? Funko Pops. Funko Pops. They're cool. They have on display. And when Funko Pops, they have big eyes and they're cute. <laughs> right. To me, it's like just a movie. But a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. You like the toys and everything, too. I do. I like collecting the figures. But Here's what's funny. I'm only going to say this one since it's about stars you grew up with stars we're growing up with marvel so we like marvel more because we growing we're growing up with it and you like star wars more because you've been growing up with that yes so yeah i guess for me star wars is a little more special because growing up there wasn't any movies like star wars ever made star wars the first trilogy was the first of its kind there was never a movie like that before um, it took years for movies like that to happen again. Now we have, you know, we have Lord of the Rings movies. We have, which is awesome. Yeah, we have Marvel movies. We Harry have, Potter. Yeah, um, Harry Potter, like these big epic movies, minions. which wasn't. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'll include Minions in that, but they're good movies too. <laughs> but you have the you have these big epic movies now that are really cool, and yeah. I love the Marvel movies. But Star Wars was the first thing to really do that mm-hmm. and have a universe and characters. I don't remember. I don't remember a time without Star Wars. Like growing up, it was always there was always Star Wars, and then there were the dark times where the dark times <laughs> where Return of the Jedi was over, and we didn't think there'd be any more Star Wars movies. And there was a time where there wasn't much happening in Star Wars, and then the books started coming out, like the Thrawn trilogy, and that was so cool to get books, and then the comic books started to come out and then the the rumors that they were going to make a prequel and then they re-released the movies in the movie theater. So I got to see them, at least um, A New Hope and Empire for the first time in oh, the yeah. movie theater. And one of the first movies I ever saw in a movie theater was Return of the Jedi with Pop-Pop. He took me to see that. And I remember watching um, Empire Strikes Back, I think on HBO with Aunt Becky and we would watch it and she would make fun of it and make funny voices. And I just remember laughing. And just Star Wars has always been there. I had toys growing up as a kid. I still have toys in back of me now. So Star Wars is, like you said, Stitch, Star Wars is my Marvel, right? And I love Marvel, but that's like my whole childhood with Star Wars. And then to see you guys watch the movies, like I mentioned before, I filmed you, Sparrow, watching Empire Strikes Back to experience the movies and to be excited and for you to cry at Force Awakens. I wasn't happy you cried, but it showed that like you were attached to these characters. Like it was cool. Like Star Wars does something to people. Like people can even though it's a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away and it's aliens, people can relate to it. 
And it's that cool hero's journey of Luke, who's a whiny farm boy, <laughs> winds up saving the galaxy, right? A couple times. It's pretty cool. I just realized something. Yeah. So the future takes place in the past. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's creepy. So what else? You guys have anything else you want to say about Star um, Wars? No. Okay. It's really good. I really like them. Yeah, they're really good. Most of them are really good. <laughs> the majority I, of them. Take up, take up Phantom Medicine. Then they're all good. Yeah. <laughs> so let's hear from our podcast friends about yeah. what Star Wars means to them. It means to like act like you're in a different galaxy, like be unique, like other people from other um, planets or other galaxies. They're all unique, yeah, and okay. different in their own ways of like how they act or how they look. Junie, well, when I read this question, I thought about uh, kind of my childhood because it was really popular. It was something that I could watch with my brothers that we all got along. I eventually found kind of nerdy friends, just like myself, who loved the universe. I read all of the side stories to it. It was something I spent countless hours reading and watching. But one thing specifically I think of, I have two uncles who are about 10 and 12 or 12 and 13 years older than me. And I remember being at my grandpa's house and them going, hey, let's watch Star Wars and being so excited because it was something that I had in common with them because I'd, I'd never had that before. Like I hardly ever talked to them because they were you know, full-grown teenagers, and here I was a little kid. So that was, I think, of a lot of family memories and stuff okay. when it comes to it. Good. Brooklyn? It means that I can step off into a different universe and be something I'm not at home. Okay. Good answer. I can be a Jedi or a Skywalker or a bad person. Or a princess. Okay. Or a princess. And she winks. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For me, it's... It's basically my childhood. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember watching four, five, and six over and over and over again. And I still have to this day the original Star Wars toys that are worth lots of money if you have them in very good mint condition, which mine are. And also, I love watching these movies with Jenny and the girls because it makes me feel like I'm that kid again that always dreamt about being Luke Skywalker. One neat thing is, even though Trent is older than me, I mean, not a lot older, nine years older, it was such a big part of his childhood. It's such a big part of my childhood. It's something that when we talk about being little, we can actually relate to. Oh my gosh, this was the hardest question out of all of them. Star Wars has just been a big part of my life. It started with Star Tours, introducing me to the franchise, so it always has been intertwined with my love of Disney before Disney even bought Lucasfilms. It it reminds me of family because my uncle is a big fan and I remember going over to his house and he had a Han Solo and Darth Vader cut out. He had some Stormtrooper helmets and some other Star Wars memorabilia. My husband and I actually bonded over Star Wars when we were first dating. We later found out we were hiding our inner geek from each other when we first started uh, talking and everything. (laughs) Me, I was keeping my Disney park and movie love on the down low while he was keeping his Star Wars geek at bay. It's just always been a part of my life in some way or another. So I guess what I'm trying to say, Star Wars has always been like a comfort to me. It's familiar. It just reminds me of family, I guess. I know I should say something about like the plot and the look of it and the technology behind it, but it's just always been there and it's always been a part of my life. Like it's a rite of passage in my family. 
It's my childhood. It's really my life. Like, Star Wars, I've been a fan of Star Wars since I was two years old. I've seen the movies when I was two years old. I've known the whole character since I was two years old. I've been a huge fan since I was two years old. I have so many Star Wars toys and shirts and posters that it's basically, it defines who I am in a way. Star Wars is kind of the thing that shaped me to be who I am. Without, without Star Wars, I don't know what I would be doing or or where I would be right now, what kind of friends I would have. I honestly don't know. It's really been my whole life and everything that I've done in life besides, you know, school and stuff has really been about stars. I mean, I have a YouTube channel that is about Star Wars. I, yeah, I, I do like other things like superheroes and stuff as well, but I don't think I would like other things like superheroes, like Harry Potter, like all those different kinds of fantasy elements if I wasn't a fan of stars and if I didn't grow up at Star Wars since I was two years old. So I feel like it kind of has shaped my likes in entertainment and just kind of shaped how I live because I just get all the Star Wars stuff. I live for the reveals at Star Wars Celebration. I live for the Star Wars movies that come out and TV shows and everything. So it really is my life, which is really cool. And I, I'm i just excited to see what comes from the future. I guess from a personal perspective, I've always really cherished seeing the, those movies, those films in the theater with special people from the very first time going to see, you know, episode four, you know, being with my brother. And that was really fun and special, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, and like when you and I went, when we were first dating, going to a midnight viewing mm -hmm. of a couple of them, that was so cherished in terms of that. And, and obviously the stories and the characters are very rich and just love that aspect of storytelling. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, mine just basically, it just brings me back to my childhood. Every time that theme hits, uh, I, I grew up watching Star Wars. And so whenever a film comes on, whenever you hit the, hear the, it just, it, it brings me back to being seven, eight years old again. And I love that. It brings out the child in me every time. Yes. That's, and you know, it, so it just, it just, makes me happy it just makes me happy so well star wars was very meaningful to me when i was younger i loved the movies and so now to have it be an active part of my son's life who is 14 oh that's just incredible it's a connection it's something we we can talk about and i love what it can do for multiple generations now i grew up watching it and now my son is growing up watching it and now we can connect over Star Wars at Disney, so that's even more fun. I, I didn't get into Star Wars until the uh, the original three movies were re-released in the theaters, and I remember going uh, going to see them in the theaters with my dad, and so that kind of has like a special place in my heart for me, because um, you know my dad went to go see them whenever he was uh, younger, you know, in the seventies when they originally came out. And I got to kind of relive that experience with him, um, you know, in the, I think it was the late nineties when they were re-released. So, um, that's kind of what got me into star Wars. And ever since then, star Wars has just kind of been like an underlying theme to my life, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> what about you, Megan? Probably not the most popular opinion, but star Wars is okay. You know, <laughs> I enjoy it, but I don't 
tend to think a lot about it in between seeing it. So, so Star Wars, know. Star Wars is just kind of like, oh, okay. Star Wars <laughs> is Uzma Kappa. We're okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Kit? What do you like about Star Wars? Or what? What is? What does Star Wars mean to you? I have no idea. No, I, well, <laughs> that's I mean, kind of a deep question for us. It, it, it kind of is, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, Star Wars has been kind of like there for all of your life, basically. You know, we have Star Wars toys, we have the movies. Yeah, he's got the movies frequently. The movies in the theater, the ones mm-hmm. that have come out since he's been big enough. Yeah, I've actually been a late bloomer when it comes to Star Wars. I didn't actually see the first my first Star Wars movie until I was in college, which was only a few years ago. But from the minute I watched all of them, I watched all of them in succession. And then just fell in love with the characters and, and knowing that Disney owned it and the movies were going to be coming out with the with the new trilogy, starting with The Force Awakens. It was just the perfect time for me to really dive into Star Wars. And it's become one of my favorite franchises at this point. So it, it's just going along with getting back into Disney and Star Wars being a part of Disney. I felt like it was only fitting for me to up my knowledge on the characters and the franchise and the all of the movies. This is a weird question for me to answer. Because <laughs> um, it doesn't mean a lot. Well, not that it doesn't mean a lot, just that I'm not a fan, a fangirl of, of Star Wars. Like, I enjoy the movies. You know, episode four, five, and six. I, you know, I wasn't born yet, so I went back and watched those. And then one, two, and three came out. And then, you know, episode seven and eight so far. Um, I enjoy the movies. I, I enjoy the the Star Wars universe, but I'm not a fangirl about it. You like to just watch from afar. Yeah, I mean it's 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 entertaining. Yeah. So I mean, like, but I you're like not going to be dressing up anytime soon. Never. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's not my thing. With <laughs> gotcha. That. Um, you know, for me, growing up, I was always into more of comic books, like Marvel stuff. And I remember my dad, when I was younger, watching, I remember going in the room and he'd be watching Star Wars. So I would catch clips of it here and there, but I didn't ever see a full Star Wars movie until I was like early 20s. Um, And I had a buddy of mine that was huge into Star Wars. So I watched it with him and uh, I really enjoy Star Wars. But again, I'm not, I I do enjoy Marvel more, but I think that it's for understanding the time period it came out in and just how revolutionary it really was. I I think that's pretty incredible, and so I've always enjoyed them. Um, I'm on that borderline where I you know I wouldn't go to like a fan festival for it, but I you know I'm not well I'm not one to dress up anyways. But I really really do enjoy it, and I've enjoyed a lot of the offshoot video games and books and stuff like that. So um, you know I think it's just a very uh, original and classic franchise that I'm a I'm a big fan of. Why? 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 Such a such a big question. <laughs> yeah, this it means is, a lot. It means a lot. It means it means so much. And I think people misunderstand this. They, they see like people who are kind of rabid Star Wars fans and see them kind of fanboying or you know being obsessive about a sci fi thing. Right. Um, but for me, Star Wars has been around since I was born. Um, I don't remember the first time I saw a Star Wars movie because they were just playing in my in, in our house. Um, you know, ever since I was little, I think our mom yeah. went to go see, she says she's seen, she saw Star Wars, the first one in theaters. How many times? Uh, I think she said over 70 times. She I, saw I, I think, I think that that number goes up every time she tells the story, but <laughs> she, it might, uh, yeah. like our house was, you know, we come by the, the but love of it. Honestly, she, it, 
if we watch A New Hope, she can recite the film word for word. Absolutely. She and, still has it remembered. And I think it was just being introduced to something like that at such a young age, like this this kind of big bombastic themes, you know, mm. the exciting imagery and everything. I just love the world and the characters. And even if there's bad like things about it that I don't like, like I don't love the prequels, yeah. but I do love the prequels because they're still a part of this tapestry. You know what I mean? Right. I, I think they're bad movies, but I still, you know, I kind of hold the things about them dear. Um, you yeah, know, they're, they're, they're part of the story. They're part of the they're world. They're part of the story. Yeah. Um, I agree. I remember, um, the first time I actually properly watched the films all the way through, there was a uh-huh. time whenever I was, uh, I was told you, you, these are the star Wars films. You have to watch them. Right. And I was given them all. And in a day, or I guess it was a couple of days. There's a few of them. Um, yeah, there are but they were there. like, here they are four, five, and six is where you will start yeah um and then and then uh after that i remember seeing in theaters the prequels which was Mm -hmm. very exciting to me i agree with you too they're you know i i enjoy the originals more of course um but it was kind of an exciting experience to see these films that had come out in the 70s uh it started in the 70s uh that which seems ancient to me especially as a child i was like that's you know, forever ago that right. might as well have been 2000 years ago <laughs> um and in watching these classics films which still hold up uh, but yeah, then going to see that story uh in theaters today you know still being made and even now with the new uh-huh. ones force awakens the last jedi the rise of skywalker rogue one solo like exactly. every oh every, every bit of them yeah and and there's yeah uh, even the new stuff i i think are are really great you know continuations of the story and i think they've done a good job especially the last jedi with commentating on the existence of the story and what it means in a modern age and kind of evolving it and everything and i you know that's what i love about i've read i've read the books i've read the comic books i i just you know i can't get enough of it craig i know you are a big star wars fan i grew up with the original star trek in the days when the only other science fiction on television were shows like lost in space the outer limits invaders voyage to the bottom of the sea and space 1999 and in the theater you know, the only quality science fiction film I remember from my childhood is 2001 A Space Odyssey. So when Star Wars came out when I was at university, it revolutionized science fiction for my generation. Yeah. No, I uh, I definitely Star Wars was up there uh, when I was growing up. So, uh, you know, I'll peel back the, the curtain a little bit. I am a a baby of the late 80s so i want to say though i don't think i actually watched star wars like first in in a sense of uh, learning about it i want to say that i probably rode star tours my my very first time going to to disney mgm studios and then after that it was a thing where uh, my uncle had all of the the VHS tapes of Star Wars, so then I was able to borrow those and finally see the movies, and and then from there it just it 
grew and grew and grew. So uh, definitely a, a different approach than I think a lot of people had. But that was it was at that point in time, like early 90s. Yeah, VHS was was becoming bigger and bigger, but uh, it wasn't. It wasn't like my parents stocked up on on Star Wars and all these other movies out there that inevitably ended up shaping my childhood. It was a, a lot of times I just I found out about them at Disney and then they they would start showing them to me at home, whether it was Star Wars, Indiana Jones. And then once they realized I love movies, then we moved on to stuff like Back to the Future and and just ran from there. But yeah, Star Wars, Star Wars is definitely something that that has always been important to me since at least at least 1992. Well, well that, that was interesting. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening to this episode of the Disney yes. Discussions podcast. We really appreciate it. Thanks to all of our podcast friends out there who contributed content. They're going to be on the next couple episodes, too, like we talked about. This one, part one, was all about the Star Wars movies. Part two is going to be all about Star Wars in the Disney parks, yeah. especially Star Tours. And then part three will be about Galaxy's Edge. But thank you, Jody Mayberry, Cassie from Dis Flicks and Tidbits podcast, the Capture the Magic podcast, the Monday Morning Monorail podcast, Connecting with Walt, Dingus Bringus, Go Mouse Scouts, Love of the Mouse podcast, Disney DNA, the Hyperion Adventures podcast, and the Kingdom to Kingdom podcast for all contributing content. I'm going to have links to all their Twitter accounts and their shows in our show notes, so check that out. Go to DisneyDiscussions.com and follow these people. They are fantastic people. A great community we have on Twitter. All right. So, again, thanks for listening. We want you guys to be part of the discussion. Yeah. yeah. So, let us know your thoughts on Star Wars, what you think about it. So, watch our Twitter. Follow Disney underscore Discuss. If you reply back answering some of these questions we're going to post there, we'll, we'll read them on the next episode. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. May the Force be with you. Aloha. The galaxy will continue next episode. Mm-mm. <laughs> 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 <laughs>